steady radio on your stereo Don't compare us to anything, this a different scenario We break records while we pushing the culture forward Great music and big vibes right in that order Intellectually petty radio on the stereo Don't compare us to anything, this a different scenario We break records while we pushing the culture forward Great music and big vibes right in that order And you are now tuned into another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio brought to you by M3S3 Clothing. Men make moves and suckers stand still. And as always, officially, Nerd DJ's Radio. Man, shout out to DJ Johnny O, man. Shout out to Big Hef. Shout out to T-Rex, the whole team, the whole family, the whole staff over there at Nerd DJ's. Um, I am your host, Jobs, in case you did not know. Uh, and hopefully... If you're having a bad day, we can make it a little bit better. And if you're having a good day, we can make your shit great, man. It's from goons to gods. You already know we only got one rule, and that's be respectful. I think I have said every catchphrase that I have come up with over the last 50 years, all in 32 seconds. So shout out to me, too. And sometimes, you know what? You got to dap yourself up. It's not to be arrogant. It's not to say you're better than anybody, but sometimes... You have to give yourself some love, man. Um, and on that note, man, we got a giant in the community today, man. And you already know I only do legends, man. Legends only on Intellectually Petty Radio. And today is absolutely no motherfucking exception. We got King Ron in the building. What's, What's good, bro? the word? What up, though, bro? What's the what deal, up, though, man? man? What's popping? How you doing? Hey, I appreciate the introduction. That's real. You feel me? Hey, it's it's real shit, though. Indeed, it is. It is. But sometimes, you know, you know, sometimes we don't get the recognition. You know, not that we Come look on. for it or nothing, but shit. Sometimes, you know, you put so much time and work in and shit, blood, sweat, and tears. And Yo, shit, man. You know what I mean? Fuck we got to give each other our flowers. That part, not receiving, bro. I appreciate it, man. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. How about you? How's the family? Everybody good, man. We here in the flesh, man. You know, uh, shit, we active. You know what I mean? We here, we breathing. Love the hoodie too, bro. Prosperity every day. Yes. That's all I speak, man. It happened just like that. Yo, randomly, I be telling people how to tell people like I'm a magical person. I don't even. At first, I didn't even know what my power was. I didn't even know I had powers. And then I, I just started speaking, man, casting spells, not even knowing it, and uh. Like stuff I start speaking just start coming to existence, man. So this, I, I try to be intentional in the stuff that I do. So I just be intentional when I'm making this merch. You know what I mean? I'm not mad at that, man. I think you should be intentional about everything you do, if possible. You know, shit's going to happen to you in life, but even even how you respond is intentional. You good? What you say, brother? Oh, I said I thought about that. Make, making sure you good. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm yeah, you had that worry look, man. Oh, like, no, that's the father. That's the father of me. Yeah, that's my chick. That's the family. <laughs> I had to let him know. They was like, hey, what's up? Like, eh, we on these calls. Hey, hey, man, you got to do what you got to do, bro. I understand. I got kids. Well, they ain't kids no more, but I, I have offspring. 
fucking grown now and shit. They got grandkids. Mm. You know, which is oh my god, man! I get. Oh wow, you say I yeah. got. Yeah, that never gets old. Uh, I'm not sure what happened. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, yo, that never gets old though. Never. Indeed, it don't, man. It's a blessing, man. I got, I got three daughters. You know what I mean? So. And I, and I know we we said we was gonna talk about the black community, man, but let's talk about Ron. Okay. Where does your story start? So for me, um, for those who don't know, that's viewing right now. I'm originally from Detroit, Michigan, man. So uh, I grew up on the east side of Detroit uh, in the trenches, you know what I mean? Really like where it's rough at, for real, you know? Okay. Uh, and, uh, uh, I, you know, when it, all, when it first started, I had both of my parents in my life, uh, my mom mm-hmm. and my father. Uh, if I was to tell you my life story, I could tell you all the way back to probably when I was like five years old. I could actually visualize it in my brain. Okay. And uh, and I can tell you all the way up until now. I can actually go all the way back there, and then tell you my life story up until now. But yeah, I started on the east side of Detroit, man. Uh, uh, you know, kind of started off real rough. You know, kind of like um, what you want to call it? Uh, you know, poor. Growing up, growing up poor, man. Where was you at from the east side? Uh, I started on Harper and Van Dyke. Ooh. And then I moved over to um that's a rough area. All the houses over there is burnt down. Uh, my cousins could... grew up. I'm sorry to cut you off, but my cousins grew up on Maxwell. Oh yeah, Maxwell. Yeah. Yes. They, they went they, they went to Kettering. Yeah. My brothers went to Kettering. My sister yeah. graduated from Kettering. Tr- trust me, nigga. I know. Yeah, that's, a, <laughs> that's is, trenches. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I went to Stevens. I went to Stevens Elementary. I didn't get to I... make it to Kettering. But uh yep. yeah, my family went to Kettering, man. That whole area burnt down before it was burnt down it was turned into a crack house uh they were all houses were turned into a crack house even the house that i stayed in before uh my uncle he was the last person that uh, resided in our in our uh our childhood home mm-hmm. and uh yeah he passed away and before before he passed it was a crack house the house had turned into a crack house uh mm-hmm. he actually died uh you know from uh uh cardiac arrest connected to drugs. I feel you. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, bro. It was rough. That's one of them places, man. So we had went man. over, uh, we moved on over to Gratiot Avenue. I went over to Gratiot and uh, still on the east side, Gratiot Avenue, Dickerson, Park Drive, Chalmers area, Six Mile. Oh. You, went from the hood, you went from the hood to the hooder. The hooder. It was kind of <laughs> nice. Though. I moved on the nice block, man. Actually, when I moved on my block, mm-hmm. uh, I'm from Kilbourne, Kilbourne Street. Yeah. When I moved on, we, we always say KBK, Kilbourne Kings, or uh, we born to kill, you know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, when I moved on my block, actually, it was it was still a, a pretty nice neighborhood. And uh, actually, we was one of the last blocks uh, that had the uh, block club sign still up on our block. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it was it was it, it had some type of structure in the past where you know, as the people that was holding the leadership, they 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 uh begin to uh get older and stuff like that, and then everything just started going downhill. Like my neighborhood now, that 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 block, that neighborhood block sign, gone. You know what I mean? All the houses block is gone. The area, burned down. Yes. They vacant as soon as they as soon as the uh somebody move out, they go and gut the houses out. You feel me? So. 
this what you see every day. It just looks like a live war zone, man. You just and it kind of affects you in, in the sense when you when you see it go from being good to worse. You know what I mean? It's like man. damn. And then if you go down Park Drive, the side street, all that, the street ain't never been fixed to this day. I actually, that's one of my goals. Like, I plan to go back to my neighborhood and, and mm. rebuild my neighborhood and really, like, get it fixed. You know what I mean? Man. But if you go down Park Drive, potholes everywhere. Been like that for years. I, I can go back to that same area right now. Same band of houses. Uh, you know, they condemn. Houses are condemned. The buildings are condemned. Uh, and this is what we walk past every day. So this is what we see. This, is our, this was our motivation. You know what I mean? This is what we oh saw. God, so. bro. And, uh, and you know what? Like, I got people, like, I, my cousins, my one cousins grew up, like I said, on Maxwell and Seminole. My other cousins, uh, my auntie, she lived on, on Mac and Chalmers for, shit, 90% of my adult life. And, bro, like, what you're saying is absolutely just a... Like, I remember it being a house in every spot. Now, it may be 10 houses on a, a long-ass block. I mean, they ain't even burnt down no more. They just, just destroyed they, them. The they, windows they, gone, everything just, out. Everything oh gutted. They go take the furnace out of it. I didn't like that, I mean. I, even though when I was young, still, bro, I still had a good head on my shoulder. Mm. I, I would think that... You know, back then the squatter rights used to exist. So what we would do, we would go take over the house and that's just where we be at during the summer. You know, this is a place we can go and chill. You know what I mean? Everybody didn't have the same mindset though. You know, like they just think, oh, I can go and uh, tear this furnace out and bust this wall and get this copper, uh, these copper pipes and uh, get $20 and not a whole, not in the whole neighborhood looking more fucked up. You know what I mean? We could have been creating some structure boarded up the house and, you know, just occupied it. It didn't matter. We could do whatever with it, but we didn't have to tear it up. You know what I mean? That's just how I felt about it. It's sad, too, because but also, a lot of people, like, like they don't want to, they, they feel like that's their house once they squat in there, though. Yeah. Well, we had squat and, and, rights in Michigan. Yeah, but that's a gift and a curse, <laughs> you know? Like, like it, it is. On, on, it seems like it, it would help, like, homeless people, but I've literally seen how like the neighbors to my mom in them house, mm -hmm. they moved. They decided they was gonna move to Arizona. As soon as they did that, some people started squatting in their crib. They mm. stayed there so fucking long, they just rented to them. Mm. Oh, they started. They couldn't get rid of them. Yeah, oh, they wow. just you know they just came they to, like came to an agreement. If the city owner, if the city owner, they'd come by and drop a note by and just tell you to call. Them. And, and they'll, they'll let you know how you can buy the property. You know, that's how it used to be. Yeah. You know, yeah. and like you say, it's yeah. pros and cons too. It's a gift and a curse depending on who is the person that's doing it. You know what I mean? Like, Fact. if it's just a crackhead, yeah. they tearing shit up, that's fucked up. Like I said, for me, yeah. I never looked at it like that. I looked at it as occupying property. You know what I mean? I was young. This is me young. This is a teenager me. You know, every time I saw one come available, I'm like, before these niggas come tear it up, we finna <laughs> occupy this property. You feel me? We gonna cut the grass. We gonna put the no trespass sign. See, I used to look it up on the internet. Like, look, boom, all really? these rights to this, you know? Because people would leave their homes vacant. You know what I mean? They wouldn't. They wouldn't occupy. They, the grass would be high and stuff like that. You know. So, at what point did you start? At what point did you start looking at the future of black people? Mm. For me, uh, damn. 
it probably happened like in my teen my teen years, you know what I mean? Because I wasn't mm-hmm. even looking at my own future. My future, I, I ain't gonna lie to you, brother. It might sound crazy, you might not believe it, but or people that's you might not believe it, but I wanted to be a gangster. You know what I mean? I, I'm big, I'm a big time gangster flick guy. I like watching gangster flicks. I idolize those gangsters, you know what I mean? I idolize uh boys in the hood. I idolize uh uh you know, fresh. I yeah. idolized. I, I idolized all that, man. I loved it. So my future was like, yo, I'm finna be the biggest kingpin around here. I bought my first bag myself. Nobody ain't put me on. I put my cell phone. I put my homies on. You feel me? I was just one of them guys. That was me. But uh, probably when I was like, it had to be like my t- early 20s, like 20, 21, 20 years old. Uh, really, it was Trayvon Mark. To be honest, Trayvon Martin. Mm-hmm. That, okay. You know, a lot of it's, it's people in my generation that's gonna say the same thing. Everybody, they gonna have the same story. I guarantee it. Uh, mm-hmm. They gonna all say Trayvon Martin sparked something in there. You know what I mean? Because we they wasn't showcasing that type of stuff on online. You know, we wasn't seeing all that. We were so used to seeing other stuff. You know, and we uh, get spoiled growing up in Detroit too. Huh? We 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 get spoiled growing up in Detroit. Oh, because why, why you say that? People don't realize as 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 a community, as black people, for a major city, like if I when when I went to court, my judge was black. The prosecutor oh, yeah, was black. That part. Oh, that part. Yeah, all my, that. you know, like everybody the was black. Exactly. Everybody around me so black. so it's a exactly black city. rich people, black, poor people, black. So I got you you get the whole spectrum and you don't really conceptualize the rest of the world is different. Until you leave that motherfucker. No cap. It was a culture shock when I left. I'm still oh. trying to adjust. You know what I mean? Oh. I'm still trying to get in the mix. You know, I mean, I'm in the mix, but trust me, it was definitely a major culture shock for me. You know? And then they call yeah. you like an uppity nigga or some shit, like because you, you're confident in yourself. Oh, they'll say that. Trust me. They'll get yes. it. I get people all the time. I, I, make, I make new enemies almost every day or every other day or every week. Uh, people just don't get my energy. They don't understand me. Like people, you know, you seen that page UFO hip hop. Yeah. Uh, people call me UFO. You know what I mean? And at first I wasn't getting it. I'm like, oh, they just calling me. <laughs> then I start, I started thinking about it. And I'm like, UFO. I'm like, damn, I get it. I am UFO. You feel me? Like, cause they don't understand. I'm, I'm coming from the movement. You feel me? Yeah. So I do. I, I'm into the, the entertainment industry, the music industry, stuff like that. So now I'm taking that same energy into the industry, and they looking at me like. Bro must be up to something. Bro must got some type of intention. You know, they they think it's something up. They don't get it. They don't know how to receive it. Some people do, but most people don't. They don't get yeah. it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's different energy from Detroit. They Absolutely. always say that. You some some different, bro. It's, you, you different, man. You ain't from here, is you? That's how I get that all the time. Or they always think I look familiar. You look familiar, man. Where you from? Woo, woo, woo. Something about you, man. Like, I get that all the time. Every single day. It's like, I can tell you, Mark, it's a lot of shit that happens to me every day or every week that I can write tallies on. You feel me? People say the same shit. That's how I know I'm magical. That's how I know that, you know, I got a divine purpose. I, I ain't normal, you know, and I'm still trying to adjust myself. I feel uh, you on that. Yeah. So, as a black man, what's your biggest fear? Mm. Um, for one, is uh, I got daughters, man, so. My biggest fear is not is being away from them. No, that's one of my biggest fears: being away from them, uh, being 
stereotype. I don't say that's my biggest fear because that happened all the time. But you know, being being a victim, being a statistic, that's 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 one of my biggest fears, man. And also one of my number one uh, biggest fears is not living up to my full potential. You know what I mean? Mm. Not not taking enough time to myself to develop who I truly am and to basically grasp uh, what my true you know what my true purpose is and like how to like really use my powers and tap into them completely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Cause once you got all this, when you got all that on you, I ain't gonna lie to you, brother. That shit, it become hard, man. You start to realize, you start to like question. You know what I mean? When you come from man. the churches like that, and then when you, you know, you got a past like we all do, um, shit, you um, you start to not feel worthy of that praise. You know what I mean? People like yo, King Rod, you that guy? And I'm like, nah, bro. You feel me? Like nah, nigga. I used to stick people up. You feel me? Like nah, nigga. You feel me? Like, I don't want you. I, it's hard. It's, I ain't gonna really, lie. You scary. stuck That's, somebody up? Huh? You stuck niggas up? I used to stick people up, bro. I ain't saying it to glorify it. I was a stick up kid. You feel me? I was Let me ask you this. Work. What are you thinking when you, what, 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 at that moment? You don't think. <laughs> That's the whole thing. You don't think, man. And uh, that's, I'm glad you, we on this topic. Uh, it was a program. You know what I mean? You, when we used to play Grant that Father on shit, nobody don't get it. But we used to play Grand Theft Auto all day. You know what I mean? Before you know it, that just started, that became our thing. And then, shit, after a while, you wanted to act that shit out. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, you get bored, you get bored in the neighborhood, ain't really shit to do. I ain't no ball player or nothing like that. So I wasn't playing no ball, none of that. I told you, I wanted to be a gangster. I was I was an arms dealer. I had arms at a young age. I ain't saying it to glorify it, it's just the truth. I had arms at a young age, everybody know. They used to call me, yo! Run, let me see this grown niggas. Call me, yo, let me get, let me, let me see your gun. Let me see, uh, you know. How you go run. from that to, to new I era? I swear to God, it was all intuition. It came through my spirit. It came, that's how I know for a fact. When I was in second grade, bro, I was the guy in second grade looking at the lights like, why is lights light? I was the guy asking about colors like, why is green green? Why is blue blue? You know, I'm. That was me. I'm in my mind asking all this shit like, what is all this about? You feel me? I'm literally trying to figure it out. My mama died when I was seven, when I was oh, in second grade. I'm sorry so to hear that, bro. That was one of the biggest impacts on my life. You know, uh, we in second grade. I'm in school. I'm chilling. You know what I mean? I'm in school. I was a, I was a problem child when my mom was here. Mm. You know, you know they hit you with them flu shots and shit. Nobody don't get it. They don't, they want to know why why they why they say we got ADHD and all that shit. Man, they, these people been shooting us up with all this shit, aluminum and all See, that. I, I don't know if it's necessarily them shooting us up with anything in particular. I think it's more of the culture that they instilled in us at an early age. When they say the prison, the pipeline, school system, yeah. they mean that. Like yeah. the, the way they have you walking in the single line in school, you know. It's an authoritative structure. It, it, That's exactly. an authoritative. It's called an authoritative structure. When they, when they got everybody yes. doing the same shit because they make you do that yes. at work too. Yes. Make you do it in school so they can program your brain to just be prepared for it. You either gonna do this in prison or you're gonna do this in the workforce. You feel yes. me? So we you just want to make sure that you way easier. Exactly. We want to make sure that you are already up the port, that you yeah. already up the part, that you got everything together. You know, Facts. we want to make sure that you in line, that you on point, you know, that you know this, you know. So, so yeah, it, it's the same at work when you go to the assembly line, and it's the same in prison. I've been to the county jail, I ain't never been to prison. 
but I've been to the county jail countless times, and when I look at it, it's the same structure at school. The food the same. Yep. The authoritative structure is the same. The it's trains like the same. Team. The food's the same. Exactly. You got you got a uniform. That's sick. That's sick, man. When you sit and think about that, and they still yeah. ain't changed the the, uh, the the food in the school. Some schools might got some good food, but majority of the public schools. We still eat, they still eat slop. My kids come home just like when I was in school. They come home and be like, and I don't even want to say my kid, my children come home and uh, they say the same stuff like we used to say. We don't like the school lunch. It's nasty. It's gross, dad. Woo, woo, woo. I'm like, dang. So I still go to school with a lunch. It depends. It, like like um, my oldest granddaughter, they're doing well, mm. her parents. And like her school has got chick-fil-a comes to their school wow you know yeah like they get healthy options and shit like that mm. they we so fucking conditioned that when michelle obama did try to change our lunches we got pissed at her wow you know as a community people was mad that that they didn't have the 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 microwave bullshit and now they had a a, a vegetable and and, mm. and and a fruit oh wow know? Because it, it just, it, we didn't like that shit, you know? I get it. it, it <laughs> I get it. Oh my God. Anyway, um, so how do you go from sticking niggas up to New Era Detroit? Mm. Uh, so basically what happened was uh, I, I looked around my neighborhood, and as I was, you know, continuing to do all that, sitting in the trap, you know, doing all this shit. But I didn't know where my future was going. You know, I, I started to question, like, damn, do you really want to do this? You know, I started seeing homies get slumped. Mm-hmm. I didn't see them. Like, I seen a couple of them get slumped. Uh, other times, it was just, I heard about it. You know what I mean? It was right. on the next block. You know, people that was, you was close with, that you've been growing up with in your neighborhood your whole life. And they like, yeah, dude got shot 10 times. Damn. And they shot him in his dick. Excuse my language. Boom. you like, oh. You start thinking about that. Like, what? They did what? And they intentionally shot him in his in this grown area, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah, like dang, is this the life you really want to live? You know, I'm sitting in the trap one day. Uh, we ain't doing that. We serving Bud, you know what I mean? Dude had they had some some other stuff, was, you know, besides Bud in the trap. But I wasn't I wasn't messing with it, you know what I mean? I'm mm-hmm. like, they I was supposed to be doing that, but I'm my own man. I'm like, nah, I ain't doing that. So when 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 the uh, crackheads would come knock on the door to get crack, I wasn't serving. I just act like I ain't got it. You know what I mean? Really? Yeah, seriously. Cause I had my people used to be on that shit. You know what I mean? I wasn't. I that was one thing I said I'm not gonna fuck with that. I'm not fucking with that. See, you I know? didn't care. Huh? I didn't care. And I'll give what? you. I was in a I was in a spot one time, and I was up there for a while. I don't know. Maybe I probably stayed up stayed up there a couple of weeks actually. And it was a sister, and she had a couple of sons, and. I was raising them kids better than she was while I was there. Mm. Like she was barely there. She didn't wash their clothes not once the whole time mm. I was there. You know, like her whole mission for every waking moment was getting high. Mm. That shit. That's how, I, that's how I started to be. It never. It that that visual has never left me. Mm. It made. Yeah, I seen it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. People close to me, I seen it. I, I know the smell of that shit. I know the smell of the glass burning. You yeah. know, that glass pipe burning. You know, that little weird smell. You like, I smelled that shit when I was probably like three or four in the car getting smoked out. Like, oh shit. You know, so this is all the shit I can remember, bro. So it's like, 
that's all happening around me. Uh, some undercovers coming to the trap one day. My my boy, they eager. They so just like how people be chasing that hot, it's mm -hmm. it's other people that be chasing that money, and they'll do whatever for it. Man, so, yes, so bro, the, the hustle is just as addictive, if not more so. You assert to anybody. You don't even know. Once you start going, you just like you ain't thinking about it. Me, I'm still smart. I'm still thinking. Dudes coming to trap, and I know they out of place, and I'm looking at them. I'm like, bro. And then they was asking for a, a large quantity. And I'm like, yeah, we don't get this every day. It's like, nah, bro. They out of pocket. They don't even mix with each other. The two mm -hmm. people that was white, a skinny white guy had on cowboy boots, and there was another guy who looked like he was Samoa, and he had on a uh, Kango hat and dark glasses. Who wear Kango hats and dark glasses, man? And I ain't never seen the Samoan in Detroit ever. Come on, bro. It was a Samoan, bro. Dude had on dark glasses. That probably was my first Samoan that I seen. But that's the only way. I, that's the best way I can describe. But I told bro, like, nah, like, don't serve him. He he ain't care. He did it anyway. That day I walked away from the trap. I took my my uh my earnings and I was out. I'm like, nah, I ain't doing it. The next day the trap was burned out. You feel me? And that's because some shit happened, transpired, boom. Uh, but after that. Uh, I said, no, nah, I'm just taking a break on that. I just took my earnings. You know, I had been stacking up and everything. Boom. Uh, I just started doing something different with my life. I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, I've always been a hustler, so I'm like, I can just transfer this hustle. So that's what I started to do. I just started uh, I just started to hustle in a different way, in a different life. Okay. Uh, how I got involved, uh, you know, how I started really waking up. When I started looking around my neighborhood, after I fell back off of that, I'm like, damn, I can't, I, I can't even trust nobody or nothing. I don't really want to be around niggas right now. So then I started to pay attention to my surroundings. And I'm like, damn, bro, this shit really, like, set up for us to fail, you know? That's how I started thinking in my brain. Like, bro, this shit set up for us to fail, you know? And I'm like, it's so much negativity going on around here. I'm like, okay, let me see what it's like to be positive. Literally, this was my whole conversation with myself. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So... Uh, my daughters came into the play, uh, got my own place and shit. I was 17 years old. Uh, then after a while, uh, that's why I said the, the Trayvon Martin situation had transpired. Once Trayvon Martin transpired, I, I was making music. I was into the music stuff. So when I was making music, I was still one of them guys talking about, you know, killing somebody and doing all this and doing all mm -hmm. that. Then I'm like, nah, I ain't finna make a song for Trayvon Martin. You know what I mean? I made this song, it's on YouTube, it's called uh, Black Hoodie. Mm -hmm. uh, so I made this song, it's called I Got the Black Hoodie On. And my black, you say, and my hater block is on. Represent mm -hmm. the struggle, put it on, gone, put it on, gone, put it on. So boom. Uh, when the situation transpired, you know, I would be moving around. I was always a people person. So when I be hustling and stuff, I'm always talking to people. I got a different gag, you know what I mean? So I'm hustling. Mm -hmm. Whatever I got, I'm selling clothes. I sell CDs, whatever. I'm just hustling. Uh, so I, um, you know, I, I started to speak positively, like positively to people. Like I would just start saying, something just told me in my brain, say peace and love. Most of the time, all the time, like when you hear that shit, I swear to God, put it into the universe. That, like, you know how people use that as like a form of greeting? They be like, peace and love. Mm -hmm. We'll put, we put some people on the line and they'll tell you where it came from. Hmm. All I used to say was peace and love every day. I just used to say peace and love. When I greet people, I see people, I'm getting on the bus, they looking at me crazy like. <laughs> this how my, this my form of greeting to everybody I come in contact with. Before you know it, I started to 
build up this power in me. Like, you know, whenever you speak, it come back. So I'm all while I'm doing it, I'm being illuminated. Before I even knew what illuminating was and all that, I just would feel this this essence over me. Like, dang, what's what's happening to me? But it's only happening because I'm being positive. But when I was being negative, only negative shit used to come follow me. Niggas used to come with the sob stories. Niggas used to come, you know, with bad news. Niggas want to try to put you on licks and do all this bad shit. But when I start speaking positively, I just start feeling real good about myself. Open up a couple of books. Uh, some of these books I got, uh, I got some right here. It wasn't nothing like, you know, black power books or nothing like that. It was kind of mm-hmm. like self-help books. I would okay. read. I, I would never, I never read the whole book. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like I have read whole books, but some of these books that I read, I only read like a couple chapters. Okay. When I read these books, it was telling, it gave me confirmation on what I was doing and, and how I was feeling and stuff. And I'm like, dang, okay, that's what it is. So boom. Uh, the first time I seen uh, Nuera, before before Nuera, I was started. Uh, I'm like, dang, how can I probably, uh, you know, how can I take this to another level? Mm-hmm. I started to go to the McDonald's and shit. I ain't fuck with McDonald's in years, but back then, I'm like, uh, I started to go to the McDonald's. And every time I go to this McDonald's, I see homeless people in there. So every day, what I would do is, I would go in there, sit down, scope one of them out, ask them if they hungry. They say, yeah. I, I get the food, I get me some food, and we sit down and break bread. Okay. And I would start having conversations with them. And then I would figure out, like, dang, they would tell me their life story, and I'd be like, damn, they 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 somebody, you know what I mean? They they just kind of fell on hard times. Some of them probably not gonna never come back, but this person is a person. One time I sat down with a guy, he used to be uh he was on the staff with Call Me Young. That's the story he told me, but he could tell dudes out of it. Mm. Uh but that was my positivity. And I just, they started telling me their life story, and I would just post the testimony on Facebook. So then I had one day I was scrolling, I seen uh, New Era Detroit, seen the colors red, black, and green. Uh, and I, they kind of look like, you know, like some revolutionary type shit. I'm like, damn, that's kind of what I've been looking for. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know? So I seen the flyer, I headed to the event. Uh, when I got to the event, uh, shit, I like what I had saw. And I stayed down from that day forward. From that day, I never missed an event down there. Wow, that's crazy. Why'd you move? To Texas? Yeah. Just wanted something new, bro. You feel me? I had found a new lady and shit. Uh, I just wanted something new. Uh, I have been, shit, I got a, I got a pass in Detroit. Not really, like, crazy, but they started fucking with me, bro. When I was with New Era and shit, I used to go to jail all the time, bro. No cap. We was at war with the laws. You feel me? And they literally had me on their list every, like, no cap, bro. I used to stay in the courtroom every week. The people started knowing me by first, like, first first name basis. Mm-hmm. They knew my face every day. I'm in the court every week. And this all comes from, uh, you know, from my my teenage time when I was, you know, uh, traffic violations and shit like that. But yeah. they literally had me as a target. And they would just fuck with me every week, every day. Got to the point where I was bottling out of jail, like, mm. Zeke, all of them, they bonding me out of shit. My people was bonding me out. Like, I, I, I appreciate it, bro, for that shit, too. I appreciate all my family, anybody that ever supported me. But it, it, it became overwhelming, bro. You know what I mean? It got to the point where I'm like, bro, I got I to gotta move around. You know? It became like a trap everywhere you go. In Detroit, mm-hmm. they're just flicking. You know what I mean? Like, it, I call them sharks. I call them sharks. You know what I mean? So you would just be driving. They're just flicking. 
Boom. As soon as they flick, they run my name. They're like, oh, what's up, my boy? You know, come on. I mean, Damn. but y'all, y'all was shaking up the status quo. Exactly. Nobody didn't get it. See, nobody don't know. Like, niggas don't know the stories of me. Motherfuckers coming to my house and terrorizing me and dropping off cars and shit that say FBI and shit. Nobody don't know about none of this shit. You see what I'm saying? Like, people don't know this shit. You know what I mean? But they, they used to, I don't know what the fuck they seen in me. But they, they must have looked up my ass because they would fuck with me all the time. Come I to my think house. that you're one of those people, and not to say that everybody else wasn't, but there are some people that when they find it, it consumes them. Mm. And I think you found New Era and it just consumed you to the point like you would go through a wall for them niggas. Bro, you speaking all facts. You feel me? All facts. Because at the end of the day, the main mission was the people. To, to raise the consciousness in the neighborhood. When you able to get that platform like that, and you like when you know the power of your, you know, your words and mm-hmm. what you're speaking, we literally changed it. Like it's 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 not changed completely, don't get me wrong. But I swear to God, we, we you talking about shifting paradigms? Paradigms have been shifted. You know what I mean? So a yeah. person like me to like, you know, kind of like when people see me go absent and shit fall back, bro. I done put a lot of energy into this shit. I done put a lot of blood, sweat, tears, and time and energy and a lot of sacrifices for this shit. You know what I mean? So, yeah, sometimes you just got to fall back, man. Sometimes you got to just fall back and observe it. And I be wondering, like, is it... I don't want to say, is it worth it? Because I know it's worth it, but is it worth it? Wow. Like, 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 Same here. See what I'm saying? Same here when you... When you when you've been in a marriage and you had a marriage going and, and I ain't blaming nobody, this all me. Like you say, I was consumed by what the work I was doing. I'm still yeah. we still got work to do, but yeah, that's what the fallback about. It's like damn, just trying to analyze and be like, damn, is it worth it? When you see the whole black power community just go silent, all the organizations gone. You feel me? Everybody that was down. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it honest with you. I think that Grandmaster Jay had a lot to do with that, and not him. Anything he did, but the circumstances that he found himself in. I think that was just. I mean, and old boy, um, 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 what's his name? Balagoon, out of Texas. Exactly. He was one of the first ones. He was one of the first uh, people. Yes. And me too. And I'd be like, they label me a black identity extremist. Boom. But bro was, you know, bro, I can't speak on too much on his situation. Free free Balagoon, I will say that. I don't know him personally. Uh I never got to meet him out here, but I have met some of his comrades. Mm-hmm. Uh so yeah, after after that fell, after you know, after that happened, they fell back, you know. Uh a lot of them fell back. Somebody gonna yeah. somebody gonna see this and they're gonna talk shit. Hey, whatever, that's the truth. Well, you know back. what it is though. It's like a like a lot of motherfuckers now be like, "Well, we ain't our ancestors." No, you're not, because our ancestors literally went up in the prisons and black Panthers. Come on, man. Yeah. That's our ancestors it, didn't That's leave niggas on the sidelines or didn't leave niggas locked up. They they did whatever the, they rallied, they they marched, they they got strapped, whatever they felt they needed to do. They didn't just say, "Oh shit, I don't want to be next." They had a plan though. They was yes. on some shit. They would yes. go disrupt the core system. 
Just like yes, Move Now. Move Now will do the same thing. I'm one of them, bro. I'm one of them type of guys, and that's that's the type of time I was waiting for. If anybody, you can ask me of my comrades or former comrades, you ask them, and they, they always take King Rodder tape. I'm just waiting on the green light. You feel me? I'm just waiting on the green light. What's up? I ain't trying to politic with none of these. I ain't. I don't play politics. You feel me? If we try to get the mayor, how we finna? How we, how we finna become mayor? You feel me? Cause dog right here dangling. You feel me? That's how I used to feel. That was my mindset. I'm like, he right here dangling. The, the nigga that's on him, he on he in his phone. And speaking you know of that, before we go any further, man, I gotta I gotta say, man, um, rest in peace to Doctor Collett. Um, appreciate everything that you did, bro. Mm. I just had to, I had to make sure we put that out there today. Respect. You know, um, yeah, absolutely. Um, and and the thing about it is, and I've been saying this for years, is that people fail to realize a couple of things. And I was talking to somebody earlier about this today too. Is that like like white people don't throw white people away. White people find out how to use every ounce of white people. If you're a meth head, they figured out a way to make money off of you by the government. Exactly. Black Black people throw crackheads away. Black people throw dope fiends away. Oh, we don't want to be, don't be bothered with us. No, no, white people are not going to throw you away. They're going to throw you in a rehab and charge the government $10,000 a month to take care of your ass and eat off of you. Mm. You know, and that, that's that's one of our problems. Two it, it is our leaders, when they are taken from us, their families struggle. Mm. And they exactly. struggle openly. No so, plan in place. No no plan, nothing. no exit plan. After it's over, there's no plan in place. Nobody and that's going to take The future sees this. Little kids see Malcolm X's kids struggling or Dr. King's kids struggling or or Leader X kids and struggling. it's still happening right now, man. Facts. It's still happening to this day. You yes. know, brother fall back, they just forget about you. You know, yes. there's people that's locked down. Like you say, you spark off some people. J Master J, look, what, look at his situation. All them yeah. guys, I, thought, I never, I, me personally, bro, I never thought that was the play. You know what I mean? I feel like if we got soldiers, we need to utilize them correctly, and we don't need to showcase it. You know what I mean? If we got three hundred guns, six hundred guns, that shit need to don't that shit don't need to be known. No, you know what I, mean? I think it does. There's a reason that every country on the every major country on the planet with a major military, at least once a year, puts their military on display. Well, I think I think when they're when they're established, you know, they they put it on display. But when we not established completely, when it's just a thing and it's just a trend, I ain't saying that it's a trend, but it, it can become a trend, like a lot of shit do, right? Because look, it ain't happening now. Ain't nobody but, they ain't mobbing right now. They ain't doing they ain't doing what they did for Meek Mill, you know. And Meek Mill ain't. But what you what you'll see though is that my grandkids will be able to Google Grandmaster Jake. And the not fucking around coalition, and they'll see the potential, they'll see the possibility, and yeah, they may look back and say, okay, they did it this way, and this is what happened. There's a different way that they may take your your approach to it, mm-hmm. but they'll see that the organization was there. Well, well, for me, I'm gonna say, brother, mm-hmm. that it was short lived because it was only short-lived because it was showcased. You know, if, if we serious about what we're doing, it's underground. We ain't got to say nothing. We ain't got to put it out there. It's and the then once, once we establish, then maybe we'll showcase it. But until we are completely established, until we got a solid foundation on what we're doing. I feel you. You feel me? We soldiers. Yeah. These are our soldiers. If this are our top soldiers, if these are, it's like, it's almost like the Navy SEALs. It's almost like 
you know, those guys who 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 work for the military and they don't you don't never see their face or nothing. It's yeah. like that, you know what I mean? Yeah, That's all. When I saw it, I, I swear to God, I loved it. But then I, at the same time, I was like, damn, we don't need to showcase it. That's the same shit what happened with, with, with bro. I, I don't want to keep on dropping names because, you know, but that's the same shit that happened with, 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 with bro and Finn with the, with the Black Identity of Streaming shit. You feel yeah. It was all yeah. showcased. It was an internet thing, yeah. and then boom, that's when they like, oh, no, it's underground. You feel me? Whatever, yeah. so we're going to showcase the work on the internet. We showcase giving back and spreading love and mentoring the youth and shit like that. But when it comes to all that other shit, that serious shit. I mean, if we're going to do that as a community, we can't just allow that type of shit to just transpire and us not make a big ass uproar about it. Like we get we get mad if a white dude says nigga and we'll march in the motherfucking streets for that shit. But you take one of our leaders and lock that nigga up for basically the rest of his life and fucked up. You hear crickets. What you you hear crickets afterwards. Niggas scared. Niggas don't want to do nothing. Niggas like I feel you on that, man. Even with my situation, even with my bro, when shit got serious, guess what? Niggas fell back, bro. We we the whole shit shifted. You feel me? Like I ain't gonna say too much, but yeah, bro. That's why it's that's why it's the way it is. Cause it's like nobody out here. We really, you know what I mean? Like, come on, bro. I'll say it's tough because what they'll do is they'll if you make a move as as an org that is even remotely on the fence as far as the public is good our public is concerned mm-hmm. that's when they pounce mm. that's when they'll say and and like like i i thought like i've i've actually went through with with new era through the clean up the hood one time and I thought that was that was one of the most powerful things I personally have ever done. It's it's raising the conscience. You showing people in the community that you ain't got to wait on nobody to come clean your community. I, I also saw the church situation. Mm. And Yo. my mother, my mother wasn't you know rest her soul, but my mother was an active church member. Mm. And that died. I ain't like that. Mm. So they use that moment because if you look back. That seemed to be kind of like the that that was a shift for New Era, that moment, and it was a shift because they were allowed the 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 powers that be, so to speak, saw an opening, a crack between because old folks love New Era before that, mm-hmm. and when mm-hmm. that happened, old folks picked a side. Mm-hmm. They did. Well, that ain't the first time we did that though. But that was the first. That was the time that we all saw it. Yeah, and, and it, it, it kind of shifted, but we continue to do what we do. You know what I mean? Like, it didn't affect us that much. To be honest, to be completely honest, it didn't affect us that it much. It didn't affect y'all, but it, it allowed the it allowed the screwdriver to get in the door and crack that motherfucker just a little bit. When before that, like, they, like, like New Era could do no wrong. Mm-hmm. And as an older, as an el- elder... We should have been smarter than that. We've seen this play before. Mm-hmm. Any org that comes on the scene is going to have some missteps or have what we perceive as missteps. And mm-hmm. looking back, like I, I, I can see the practicality of what they, what you guys was trying to do. I can see the rationality for it. If if everybody could go back, I think both sides may respond differently. No, I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> if you ever really video, you will see that uh you will see bro get on there and say, We'll do it again. 
we would. Uh, and it was because of the situation, like to be to speak on that situation briefly. Mm. Uh, I mean, I don't know if everybody know, but yeah, during that time, bro brought Donald Trump to to Detroit. During that time, they when when Trump came here, man, they we it was so many tax dollars that was like that that had been uh, allocated for for just his presence here. I mean, yeah. his presence in Detroit. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you saw everybody out there. You saw the state police. You saw different agencies, Dearborn police, uh, Detroit police. Like, bro, y'all came all the way out here to guard him, to protect him. And then not only that, you never even had a conversation with the community, but I get it. It's his facility. Uh, but that that wasn't the first time that we had, uh, you know, had got uh, uh, information on that pastor or that, mm. you know, just saying that he had been, you know, not really giving back to the people and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. So our whole intention was to disrupt, and that's what we did. We didn't go there to fight nobody. We didn't go there to put hands on nobody. Um, none of that. You know what I mean? We just went to go disrupt and let them know and do something that probably never been done before. In this, you ain't never seen nothing like that. You probably never seen nothing like that. Yeah, that, um, that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's cool because we, we, I had to set that right. You right because it did shift. I ain't gonna say it didn't shift. It did shift. You know, because people were, some people, you, you have to be on edge now. Before we can go anywhere, I can talk to anybody. Hey, I went to where Detroit, I got a car, boom. You know, but at that time, people would be like, y'all them people that went in that church, y'all know y'all, you know, so he'd be like, okay. You know, but then you have to have a conversation with them and then people would kind of get it. Like the uh, rationale is there, but certain things in black folks' minds, especially older black folks. Yeah, but we need to change that. This is the same people that's been, you know, if we if we able to see it's a thing. I, I I work with this organization here in Texas. Mm. It's called Faith in Texas. They got this okay. saying. It's called organize the church. Uh, I would like to say organize the black church. If we were able to organize the black churches, the black churches throughout black communities, we'd probably be. Uh, you know, have a lot of lot more shit going on. Absolutely. Uh, you know what I mean? But the black church disassociate themselves with the organization, the black organizations. Uh, some of them that, that don't, I'm not going to speak and say everybody does, but uh, yeah, this is factual, man. The black church really turn their back. They stay in the community. They live in the community where it's all messed up at. It uh, used to be the black church used to be the springboard. And, and uh, I ain't even and... trying to point the finger. You know what I mean? To be honest, but this shit, everybody, we all got issues on it's we from different angles. Every Facts. different odds. We being faced with all this shit. But that's one Absolutely. of the main things, man. You, you get disappointed, man, when you go in there and you see this shit is like a theater. This shit like theater. You go in there, you see them. Some of these pastors, man, they go to they go to school for this shit. They, they that's a career for them. This is not no real thing. It's not really purpose. Some people really touching lives and lifting people up. Some people just in there for what they in there for. You can pull up to the to the church with the Rolls Royce. And your parking lot look like crap. You know what I mean? That's You're not a even doing a service to your community. Your parking lot talking but that's about so, that's so few. I, I will say one thing. That's so few and far between. Like, mm. like it's just like everything else. You know, like they take the extremes of shit and make that appear to be the norm. When the norm in the black church is a struggling pastor trying to make ends meet, who got a whole nother ass job they work and be putting their pay, personal paycheck into the pulpit. That's the typical pastor. Now, what I think that we're doing wrong as a community is we aren't, I'll give you an example. When I was a teenager, I used to go to Chicago all the time. Apparently, there's a gentleman there in Chicago with the same age, looks exactly like me. I've seen the fucking pictures. And this kid was a, a pastor at 13. 
They recognized that this kid was had an anointing. He loved the Lord. He loved it in a way that he wanted to give his life at that. He knew from day one, I, this is what I want to do. And we aren't cultivating that enough. And not just as pastors, but as engineers, as lawyers, as this, you know, like, like them white folks, when they notice that you are a particular talent in whatever the fuck you excel in, if you're in a certain uh, neighborhood, they they funnel you into things that will accentuate your talents. You know, like when you hear of great pianists or concerts or, you know, conductors or whatever the fuck, it's because they was five year old and somebody said, oh, man, this motherfucker can play the piano. We got to do better with with cultivating our talent at a young age. And that way, when they get to be the pastor of the biggest church in the country, they got a foundation of blackness that, that, that they can't turn away from because it's part of who they've been raised to be. Mm. So, so, how I, so how I see it, and that's a, that's a great analysis, uh, how I see it personally, bro, it's kind of like we, since we, when we were speaking on the school situation. Mm -hmm. I feel like school, I feel like church, all that stuff is it played in our downfall, you know what I mean? Because it's not mm -hmm. properly, it's not properly structured, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's been it's been it's been whitewashed. Uh, it's no it's no coincidence that you go through the black community and you see a church and a liquor store hand in hand. One gonna get you mentally, one gonna get you spiritually. You see yeah. what I'm saying? One gonna wrap your mind up in all this whitewashed stuff, you know, it's, it's multiple Bibles, you know what I mean? It, it can work in our favor, uh, but instead, we we, we want to play these games. And, and it's like, the games is up, man. It's time to stop playing games, you know? It's time to stop faking it, stop playing. You know, we, we playing. It's like, we playing like, you know what I mean? It's like, come on, man. That's all this falsehood. It's falsehood going on. We got to just announce and and, 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 and and speak that it's falsehood. You know, the largest falsehood is what's got us held back. You know what I mean? This is what caused division. You know what I mean? What they say, divide and conquer. You know what I mean? Absolutely. One of us going to the liquor store, you going to the church. But we still struggling together. You know what I mean? That, you, that, I'm right here true. on the corner drinking. You coming out the church with your Bible in your hand, and we still struggling together. You know what I mean? We still going through our community, still in disarray, still not stopping the killing, still not raising the consciousness, still not telling people how powerful they are. You know what I mean? You're actually giving your power away. You know, you say, hey, I'm praising this and I'm praising that. And it's like, why is we why is we accepting that when that was the first thing that was given to us? That's another thing that when I was thinking about when I was young and I was a teenager, mm -hmm. and I'm like, yo, this the first thing that was given to me. I started to question the shit that was given to me. I'm like, oh, let me, you know, let me let me think something otherwise, you know, because this is what was given to me. So if it was given to me, then I need to question it. It's a question mark on that. That's okay, so let me, let me ask you this. Okay, so you have been given, you know, you 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 the head nigga in charge. Mm. You wake up tomorrow morning, and black people are under your tutelage. Mm. We're talking about staying on code all the time. What you rarely see is people with an actionable code. Mm. Give me three things that top of your list for 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 your code uh first and foremost i would say that we at war you know what i mean we gotta know whether how how we see it we gotta mm -hmm. understand and realize that it's an open war against us you know what i mean 
uh, and that we must we must be aware that uh, it's different forms of warfare. You know, it's not it's not just one form of warfare. It's many forms of warfare. Warfare you got uh, environmental warfare, you got systematic warfare, you got guerrilla warfare. The same time we see people getting killed in the streets, getting shot up, getting tased up, getting choked up, getting knees put in their back. That's that's the physical guerrilla warfare. The environmental warfare is what they spraying, they putting it all in our foods. It's like the same shit that's that's at the school. That's the same shit that they're gonna be addicted to. That's the same shit that's gonna give them cancer. Uh that's planting the seed for, for dis-ease later on down the line. You know what I mean? So we gotta be aware, number one, that we have war. You know what I mean? And then okay. that we gotta be able to fight back. We can't we can't keep on go, we can't go into a war with no arms. You know what I mean? We can't go into the a war empty-handed. So we got to be aware. Uh, number two is that be aware of systematic program. You know what I mean? We being a systematic program to think everything that we think. The government gave us everything that we got. You know what I mean? We signed a social security number, don't know where it is. We signed for a birth certificate, really don't know what that is. You know what I mean? Uh, and then we go on throughout life. And, uh, you know, these people, they, the white supremacy and, and, and whoever else in France, uh, Shit, they benefit from us. They benefit from us uh, not being knowledgeable of certain things, not being aware of certain things. Why? Because they the ones that's teaching us. They're not giving us the knowledge. So we got to go and see. So number three is that question everything. Question everything. Hmm. Stop just going along with the, with, the, with the status quo. Stop going along with society way of thinking. Uh, and then you can tap into your true power, our true power as a community, as a collective community, communication and unity. Uh, and, and that's how that's how I lay it down. You know what I mean? It's like, we at war. We got to know that. Every day we wake up, we, if you if you got fucking poison in your water, you at war. Somebody is raising war against you. If you got poison in your food, somebody raising war against you. You got MSG, addictive, addictive chemicals that you don't know about. It tastes so good, but you don't know this for a fact. You can know it if you look it up, but they giving it to you. They giving it to our children. They calling our children kids, baby goats. You know what I mean? They want that to be the norm. That's not the norm. Our children are children. They, you know what I mean? They are children. Hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, we got to be aware of these things. We got to be aware of the words that we use. We got to be aware of the, the spells that we are casting. You know what I mean? Like this, the, the most of the things, like the words and stuff that we say, uh, or the little sayings that we say. Most of that hmm. shit is, is to bring us down. Every time you put it out, you put it out into the universe, all of the, the molecules yeah. and atoms and all that shit come collected. And uh, that's what we put out. And that's what, what what we see every day in our community. You feel me? Listen to the music right now. Listen to the rap oh, music. Oh, my God. That shit is terrible. We talk about the law of cause and effect. You feel me? The law of cause and effect. Boom. Here we go. Hmm. Hmm. The cause is... This is already this was been laid down. Rap music was cool. We in my my generation earlier in my years, I'm still young. I'm 30 years old. You feel me? So in my generation, we rap music ain't get us like that. We did used to look up to it. We used to look at the fancy cars and all that. Yeah, that was cool. But now is the effect of what has already been laid, hmm. the foundation that has already been laid. Now look at it. Man. All the rappers getting killed. This the more the more, more rappers getting killed than you ever seen before. It's not cool to be a rapper no more. 
The chick is what Malcolm X said. Now that part, I'm going to disagree with you. It's more gangbangers getting killed publicly. Because these niggas that's getting killed, nobody shoots. Who's not? All of them ain't gangbangers. Who's not? He wasn't no gangbanger. Okay, he would be He got killed by a gangbanger. He would be the only one. He would be the only one. It's a lot of them. No, he would. As far as the ones that that, that, that Smoke, unfortunately, he wasn't, he wasn't no 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 game. Yes, he was. Who, who yes, he was. was. I forget what, what game he, he was in in New York, but he, yeah, he, he I forget his which own game. Group, Matter of fact, uh, they didn't keep, it wasn't. The same, it wasn't game he was with related. the same. I think he was. Oh, with Rowdy 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 Rebel, and and, and and I think he was with the same game. Same allegedly gang as Rowdy Rebel and uh, Rowdy they got with no gang. Take off ain't with no gang. Yeah, it might be you know, everybody just, got their own set. I'm from a true. gang. I'm from I'm from a gang. I'm from a street. I claim in Detroit, we claim streets, gangs, all that. I'm from Gratiot Avenue. I stay off charms. We call that Cheddar Ave. I'm from Cheddar Ave. And I stay close to six miles. So I'm still repping. You know what I mean? So it's like, bro, all we doing, the chick is coming home to roof. That's it. It's all about the it's power in words. We speaking this shit. Everybody speaking this kill, kill shit. Everybody speaking all this shit. And this is yeah, what I is happening. This is what the, yeah. we in a place where that shit is transpired. It's the law of cause and effect. It's the law of attraction. Yeah. What you attract, whatever you put out into the universe, it come right back. So it's a it's a large number of rappers dying. But we talk about this all the time. We know this is factual. That's what we know. That's a program. You know, that's part of the program. Rap music is is marketing promotion for mass incarceration, for mass that's a fact. deaths. You know what I mean? Mass yes. killers. You feel me? If you Kill him, That's kill him, shoot him up, kill him in the head, okay. shoot him dead, yeah, 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 you know what it is, yeah, smoky, 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 poppy, perky, yeah, you know me, all that shit, you feel me, all that bullshit, that's what it is, and this is what we, yeah. all we doing is seeing the effect of, of what's our, the seeds that have been planted, everybody that's right. doing that shit, they're reaping what they have sown, they reaping what they have sown, you feel me, so we gotta yeah. change that shit, it's getting worse, look how bad it is, nobody gets it, all the snitching and all the, oh, everybody, yeah, what you think finna happen? That's the that's what it always been. You feel me? That's why it's a that's why it's a domino effect of this shit. Look at the chick, go really like we we idolizing a twenty three year old and shit. Everybody niggas listening to her, they like yeah, go real. What the fuck? All they talking about is division. Hey, that is, that, that's that's, that's that a chick. unique situation, bro. The, the nigga, the, the guys are saying f that f the chick. The chicks are saying F the guys. Now look at the black home. Look at the black family. Division. Look on Facebook. I know you've been seeing it. All these families breaking up. All these all these people being divided. You feel me? Because guess what? That's the time we in. All this shit that we just, all we doing is reaping what we have sown. Shit we listening to, the shit that's on our radio waves that cause chaos, that cause chaos, the, the, uh, the frequency that it's on, the chaos frequency. You feel me? That's what we listening to. Um, that's what they pushing into our brains. Genocide, gentrification, and genocide. Bro, the people who got the plan, they they plans is is, is working perfectly fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know you had mentioned that we was going to speak about Black America, the state of Black America. We in the worst time ever right now. You feel me? No, and look, the social media era. We in the, we in the metaverse age. Man. You feel me? We need to bring everybody back down to earth. You see what I'm saying? But everybody want to be in the metaverse. So now families is clashing, friends, uh, uh, you know, immediate family. Everybody basing shit off the internet, off of social media. So a, a nigga think like love is, is a heart emoji. That ain't love. You feel me? 
Motherfucker stay there. Uh, you know, they're texting and shit. Uh, bro, we lost. We are disconnected. Just like how we supposed to be grounded. We take our shoes off and we go outside and we supposed to be grounded. We ain't grounded. You know what I mean? <laughs> we are disconnected. We are at a dis-ease right now more than ever. Everything is weird. You fall out with your best friend over nothing. Oh, because oh, they ain't like God. my post on internet. They ain't like my post. We beefed up. Oh, I, unfriended just, you. I just ended a 10-year friendship. I just ended a 20-year friendship because they ain't like my post on the internet. Because they ain't reply back to me. We don't even know how to display our feelings correctly. We don't even know how to control our emotions anymore. That's because social media is taking over our brains. We have been hacked by the device in our hand. It's it just been crawled into our brain. You mm. feel me? And it's getting worse and worse and worse. Because guess what? How long has the internet age been going? How long has the social media thing been going? And look at all the new, look at all the new stuff that's happening, brother. Look oh at all the new God. stuff that's that's occurring. Now the metaverse stuff. Not everybody content created in the way for real content created. You know? Now everybody like, oh, I'm a content creator. They don't want to do nothing else. They just want to be a content creator. Chicks on there, this shit is pathetic. When you see them on there just shaking their ass and twerking, and man, it's pathetic. The guys with the guns and the, just telling on yourself and uh, you know, That's snitching crazy. on yourself, incriminating oh yourself. Oh. Bro, like, we, I ain't never seen shit like set that. Up. We we That's we in the belly weird. of the beast, bro. We in a big ass hole, and this shit is, is getting deeper and deeper. And deeper. That's why I had to just fall back. Like you said, that question that you asked, you said, is it worth it? That's why I started to come to realization. I said, damn, is it worth it? Is it worth your life, King? <clears throat> you feel me? After you, if you go out there and you sacrifice yourself for the people, is they going to love you? Is they going to still keep your name alive? No, they're going to go to the next next person. You feel mm -hmm. me? They're going to make a couple posts and shit every year. They might, it might pop up in their memories and they might say something about you, but is it really worth it? Who going to take care of your daughters? You feel me? Who gonna who gonna keep them? Who gonna take care of them when you go after you sacrificed yourself for the people? You feel me? After you gave all you got because this is really what you believe in. You like, yeah, man, I want to change my, you know, the circumstances in the inner the, the black community. You know what I mean? All worldwide, not just in not just in the country of the United States, all over. We got hmm. people in Ghana, people that'll tell you, yeah, I look up to you, brother. You know what I mean? Mm. This shit is rough, man. It's rough. We in a total like disarray. I'm sure anxiety is at an all-time high. Depression is at an all-time high. Mental illness is at an all-time high. I've been Absolutely. affected. I'm not gonna take. I'm not finna pump fake shit. I've been affected by this shit. I noticed the change in myself from just being on the internet too much. I noticed the change in myself just scrolling, scrolling, and can't stop. And I'm like, what? But I noticed how it, it makes how it affects me. I say, damn, I'm scrolling. I seen somebody get shot in the head and dropped dead. I seen a girl on there half naked twerking. Uh, you know what I mean? I seen I seen uh, uh, somebody living lavish that I know comes from, from the trenches. So all this shit just throw me off. By the time I, by the time 12 o'clock hit, I can't even think straight. I got anxiety, high as hell. I want to smoke some weed. I want to drink something. To, <laughs> you, know, you get what I'm saying? I'm being real. I'm going to keep a G. Yeah, I, I feel you, I'm bro. I'm trying to cope with this shit. You feel me? So just imagine, we all do this shit. First thing we do, wake up, turn on, grab the phone. The phone, what's up with the phone? The motherfucker is producing radiation on our face, on, in our brain. You feel me? It's radiation radiating from the phone itself. You feel me? And we just hold it in our hand all fucking day, affecting us constantly. Constantly. Can't even think straight. Can't even make decisions. Indecisive. Don't know what to do. You know what I mean? Then what we do, how we cope. Smoke weed, drink yeah. liquor, 
drink beer, eat food. You feel me? Food that ain't good for us, looking at ain't good for us. Boom. Now we all doing genocide. This is all genocide. We being killed slowly. Slowly, but we benefiting it. We 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 the powerhouse. We 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 make sure everybody is profiting. You see what I'm saying? Anybody that's in our community, it could be a Korean, it could be an Arab, it could be a white person. We don't even see white people in our community. I ain't gonna lie to you. You don't see white people. You see foreigners. I don't see white folks in my community at the stove. They don't be at the stoves, bro. It be foreigners. It be Arabs out here in Texas. It's it's uh it's Indians, Arabs, shit like that. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. In Detroit, you are gonna see all mostly Arabs, Chaldeans, shit like that. You don't even see white folks. They 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 puppeting everybody. They got they they got a they got a foot. They got their foot on Arabs neck. They got their foot on Indian neck. And they got their foot on top of us. And Indian feel like he can have his foot on us. And the Chinese, the Asian feel like they can have their neck, they feet on our neck. So what's up? You feel hmm. me? When are we gonna realize the power that we really carry? When are we gonna start to realize, like be self-aware and that understand the that this shit is affecting us? It's yes. affecting us completely. Yep. Like we gotta tap in. We gotta be able to use social media to our advantage. Yeah. You gotta have some motherfuckers. You see that phone? If you got your screen time on, it'll tell you how much time you've been on there. You feel? Slow down on the screen time. Go get you some fresh air. Cause this this is what I had to do, right? <clears throat> to cope with my mental illness. Cause I, you know, for those who don't know, I'm not. I'm no longer a member of New York Detroit. I'm a lifetime member. I'm gonna always be a member, but I'm not a physical like active member with new air right now you okay. see what i'm saying i had to fall back bro i had to do what was best for me you know what i mean i had to as, as much as it hurt me i ain't gonna lie when i fell back shit affected me mentally because this is what i've been doing for the last 10 years you know this is what i've been doing for the last 10 years but i'm like like you say no more thing i think it's worth it uh but i think it's only worth it if we make it all make sense you know and if it's not making sense then it's like what are we doing it for? You know, am I doing this shit for the internet? Am I doing this shit to be put myself young so motherfuckers can see me out in the community giving back? No, that ain't what I do it for. I only share it because I think the world needs to see that. You know what I mean? And I know people that know me that know those stories like I was just telling you. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, I used to be a stick up. It's niggas that know that about me for a fact. They're gonna be like, damn, they see me switch up. They're like, hey, what's up with bro? Like, he didn't got soft or something, man. Something up with King Ron. Nah, bro, I ain't getting soft. I got smarter. You feel me? I got wiser. I started to tap into the power within because most of this shit come from within. So within, so without. You feel me? So feel the, shit, the shit was, it came from within. I would never even knew this. I would have never thought a thought to go give back to the community, to go and say some something encouraging, to go say something positive to somebody and just see their reaction on their face like, nobody never said that to me. People tell me all the time, bro, you talking through me. You know what I mean? Mm. Bro, I can feel your shit through the phone. People call me all the time. Random as hell just want to talk. You know, I can feel you through the phone, bro. People in person, you're going to feel it even more. So it's like, me, personally, I'm just trying to get grab a hold of this power. You know, it's like, you know, you, when you playing a video game, right? And you keep going to the next level. You playing Mario, <laughs> right? That's 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 what that's an old school game, right? You playing Mario. You on level one, that shit easy as hell. You like, hey, you skating through that mug, right? Getting all the coins and shit. Mm. Shit, by the time you get to level 20, that shit is different. You feel me? Yeah, that shit is a that whole different total. Ball, so That's why I'm at. I'm at like level 20, level 25. I'm at level 30 for myself. You feel me? So level 30 hit different. If you ain't 
So sometimes we skip. It's almost like when we when you play GTA, uh, if you got the cheat code, guess what? You uh you shit, you ain't gonna you don't have to like develop your skills. You know, yeah, on the game, yeah. you can develop your I don't, skills. You I don't your like strength, cheat code. That, right? You that's, can that's, that's, that's for cowards, man. You can run faster, right? Yeah, but when you got the cheat code, you ain't gotta go through that shit. I can just put the gun code in, boom. I could just put the armor code in. I ain't gotta go earn it. I ain't gotta go earn it. I ain't gotta yeah. go get the armor, you know, get the money and then go buy the armor from the gun store. No, I just put the cheat code in, boom. Now nah, I got it, right? But by the time I get to level 20, I ain't really did anything I'm supposed to do to be equipped for this level. So you you you, you out of there quickly. But let me ask you this though. If if people want to get in touch with you, how they go about doing that? Uh you can get in touch with me, Facebook, King Ron. Uh you can get me on Instagram, the real King Ron, D A. R E A L K I N G R O N. Uh and then you can also tap into my other page, UFO Hip Hop. Yo, that's that's that that's a dope ass page too. I didn't even know about that one to the day. Yo, man, we, we we gotta we gotta do this, you know. Like we, we can't let as much time elapse as we have. Part two. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's real, brother, man. We gotta we definitely we gotta, gotta bring you back, man. Yeah, but it's cause I got I gotta get up in the morning and shit and I got <sighs> God, man. Well, I appreciate the platform. I will say that I appreciate you, brother, for reaching out. Uh, oh, come on, bro. I, I needed this. You know what I mean? It's time for me to. Uh, it's, it's time, bro. I'm about to. You know what I mean? Do what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm, I'm fulfilling my purpose. Uh, just like I say, sometimes you gotta fall back and and uh, you know restructure yourself, reevaluate some things, uh, and that's just what it is, man. And anybody that's that said they fake, it. they that say that you don't need to do that, you fake it, or you burning yeah. yourself out. I didn't burnt out many times and still kept going. So at one point I just say, you know what, fuck it. I'm tired of burning out. You know what I mean? I need to just You gotta do what's you know. best for you, man. And if don't nobody else tell you today, bro, I'm proud of you. I appreciate it, my brother. And I still it's all love with my people too. It's still all love with Nuera. Anybody that's watching us from Nuera, it's all love. You know, we, we know what we're supposed to be doing, you know, we know what it is. Uh King Ron just got, you know, I came, it's almost like uh you 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 be putting people certain uh you be putting people lives for a specific reason, uh Absolutely. you know for a certain time for a season you know and that's just what yeah. it is, bro. And it is what it and is. I, it ain't new era heavy. I don't want nobody taking no no other way. Like I think new era is is the movement of our still time. moving. It's still um, moving right now. I think, I think what new era has done is will go down in history as one of those orgs. Still moving right now. Active you know, right so. now. You know what I mean? No. It's a process. It's a process. Yeah. We all got we all got some soul searching to do. We all gotta, you know, figure it out, you know? No, absolutely. On that note, bro, I'm gonna get out of here, man. It's been an honor and a privilege, man. If you need anything, you already know, hit me up. Uh keep doing you, bro. Respect, brother. You know? Respect. You you keep doing you as well, bro. I see you ain't never let up. You keep on going, man. Oh no. You keep man. you creating a platform for, for individuals like myself. Uh, all gas, bro. I don't I don't even have a break. And of and you diverse, man. You know what I mean? You, you, you keep it all around and you keep it real, bro. So I appreciate you, man. So we are locked in. You know I'm locked in with your people too. ADB, that's my dog. Oh. <laughs> he, he'll tell you a story or two. Yeah, I just met him out here. I met him in Dallas. You feel me? Yeah, so that's I'm my real. cousin, man. That's, that's, that's like like my cousin cousin. You sound like me. That's my that's one of my slogans. That's my cousin. Yeah. No, I thought you know, like that's a, just talking to his brother, uh, matter of fact, before we, we tapped in. Yeah, so uh anyway, on that note, man, peace out, man. Have a good one, man. And, and definitely thank you to your family for loaning you to us for an hour, man. 
Mm-hmm. Honor and the privilege. Prosperity, man. Prosperity, abundance, labor, security, justice, protection, wisdom, and happiness. You feel me? I say. Peace. We out. <laughs>